What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. All right, hello, hello to you all. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. We meet again. I'm so happy that you are here. The amount of uh, THC in my system is off the charts. If I had to take a drug test right now, if, if myself and the queen of the forest had to take a drug test right now, I don't know if we'd pass after the amount of of secondhand uh, pot smoke we inhaled yesterday. I mean, it was like a steady supply. I'll get to the details. Okay. This is now the second time I've had an adventure where I had to go get a bed. Uh, where we, it's, it's just, there's, I don't know what it is. Facebook marketplace. You go pick something up. It, it turns into a damn adventure. This has happened more than once. Queen of the forest says to me, we've got visitors, uh, that are going to be at the house and, uh, we have no place for them to stay. We need some beds. I go, All right. You know what? Sounds good. And she says, uh, and she, she starts looking at Facebook Marketplace. Now, as you know, I'm all about getting mattresses and beds on Facebook Marketplace. You know, I uh, for those of you that don't know, I, I recently procured a uh, wonderful uh, mattress set, beautiful uh, box spring, bed frame, and mattress, barely used. For just $40. It's a little bit of a drive to get it. The guy who was I was buying it off of uh, was homeless. And uh, the mattress, he said, was at his mom's house. He's, he warned me. He goes, hey, there's a little bit of juice stain on it. And I go, oh, that that's all right. You know, little uh, juice pouch, spilly, spilly. He goes, yeah, it was my daughter. She spilled it. Now... I mean, I admit, I, I, uh, when I got my eyes on it, I said, well, this, this looks, uh, well, it looks like brain matter. It doesn't look like juice. It looks like, uh, uh, somebody was, uh, you know, shot in the head on the mattress and then bled out on the mattress. And then, uh, they just tipped off. They just put it on its side. Oops. Hang on a second here. They put the mattress on its side and let all the uh, chunks like fall off and then just left it there. And then I bought it. Yes, it did resemble that, but uh, I will definitely take that homeless drug addict at his word that it was just juicy juice. No big deal. A Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. 
then I lied to your ears and told you, yeah, hey, you're right. I'm not going to let my dad sleep on that. And I, I knew full well I was absolutely going to let him sleep on that. That's why there's two sides to a fucking mattress, you idiots. You flip that shit over. And uh, it, it's comfy. It's a beautiful Serta mattress with just a minor juice stain on it. So we are no strangers to this. Maureen says the other side was just as bad. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It was blue. So that was like finger paints or something. It's fine. And, you know, besides, he slept on it. Everything's good. And there's no bed bugs. It's, it, was, it was a great decision by me. So when Diana said, hey, we need a mattress. We need a bed. I was like, well, yeah, I love that. I love that. I'm all for it. So she uh, she finds one on Facebook Marketplace. And she goes, okay, this is a queen. And it uh, it has a headboard. And it also comes with a dresser. And I took one look at it. And I go, this is nice. This is really nice. And she says uh, it's two fifty. I go, that's that's a fucking steal for all this furniture that goes with it. I love this. Uh, let let's do it. So, uh, jump in my truck. Get halfway there. Forget my straps. You know those ratchet straps that you have or that people have. I don't know if you have them. I have them. I go. We're definitely gonna need those. Go back. Get the ratchet straps. And then uh, I go. What's the address? And she puts it in there and, uh, it has, uh, in, in Grand Rapids, uh, if, if any address has S E after it, that means you are going into a crime infested shithole neighborhood more often than not. I take one look at it. And, um, if you're familiar with Grand Rapids, you're looking at, uh, uh, hall and division area. I mean, this is, someone says, yeah, I'm at Hall and Division. I'm like, oh, and I took one look at it and, uh, it was just a few blocks, um, to the east of Division off Hall. And I go, oh boy, Dan, this is, this is not good. And now it was still daylight. And then, uh, this is well into the trip when I said, cause Tyler said, I hope you had your pistol on you. And I said, and I didn't. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh no. So, uh, we're driving over there and, uh, I can, you know, you can see that the neighborhood is getting a little bit rough. And, uh, we make a right out of the street. Prospect is the name of it. Prospect and Hall. I go driving on the street and there's so many people out. This is a, let's hang out in front of the house neighborhood. And, uh, this is the type of neighborhood where the black people don't give a fuck about who's driving down the road. You'll wait for them to get out of this. You will wait for them to get out of the way. Especially a couple of crackers. 
So I got a big smile on my face like, ah, this is great. I love this. And this dude is like uh, in the middle of the street with a airsoft gun, a rifle, airsoft rifle. And uh, it's a toy. And uh, he's chasing around another another kid. And uh, I go, oh, look, these uh, these kids are having fun. I love it. Out and about in the neighborhood. And I'm looking for the address. And every house is a shithole. And then w- the, the house that we have to go to um, is beautiful. I go, oh, okay, this is the one person who takes care of their home. And I said to Diana ahead of time, I go, okay, so there's going to be, um, you know, this is a, a high crime area. This is a rundown neighborhood with a lot of, uh, a lot of shitty things going on. I go, um, what is the person's name? I need to know if this is a white person or a black person. She says, why? I said, I just want to know. Okay. It sounds entirely racist. Because it is. And I said, is this a Shamwakwa or a Shamiqua? And she said, no, it's Julie. I go, okay, this is a white person. These are jokes, by the way. We pull up to this beautiful house, and there's the kids having the airsoft war. And uh, Julie opens the door. Now, Julie is a lesbian. I took one look at Julie, and I go, okay. We have a lesbian. Here comes Julie. And uh, I don't know. I'm thinking, I mean, Julie is still known as Julie. So I'm assuming Julie identifies as a, as a she. But I don't know. Tyler says she had the old Kronz cut. No, 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 no. She had a G.I. Jane cut. It was buzzed. And um, sweetest peaches. Just the nicest person in the world. And I, I walk up there and uh, she says, okay, there's a, this is um, this is a lot of uh, stuff here. I'm glad you got a truck. I go, awesome. We go walking in and uh, there's this, uh, the dresser. She goes, I can't get the drawers out of the dresser. So this is going to be heavy. And I go, oh my God. And she's right. I, we, we couldn't get him out. And uh uh, it's at the top of the steps. Okay. So you got to go upstairs in this old house and the house is just beautiful. And, uh, she right away tells me that she's married to a, a wife and you know, she's completely out of the closet. She's awesome. And, um, uh, the significant other is studying to be a doctor. And, uh, I, I learned through just quite Q and a getting to know her that, um, uh, she was in the army. And that's how she met her wife. And uh, so we're at the top of the steps. And I said, well, let's just kind of see if we can manipulate this thing. And um, we tip it down the steps. And, And long story short, this woman, she may have been injecting herself with testosterone because she was strong as fuck. And wow, we did, she did not bat an eye and, uh, we got this fucking thing down. No problem. No problem whatsoever. And then we got it down to the porch. Now we have to carry it 
through the front yard and put it on the truck. And the airsoft war is going on, and pot is just wafting through the air. There's so much pot in the air because these teenagers uh, are running around, and there's several of them, three or four, in this minivan. And they're smoking pot and rolling down the windows and shooting the airsoft guns at the dude I told you about is in the street. And uh, I have at, uh, already said hello to these. Hey, how's it going? Fine. How are you doing, sir? Uh, doing great. Thanks. Nice night. Yep. Okay. And uh, so just trying to not look like I'm some kind of scared uh, white idiot who's like intimidated by the blacks, which I'm not. But uh, there was a lot of pot in the air and it was like, holy fuck. And uh, so we get Julie and I get this fucking piece of furniture on the uh, on the front porch, and um, I go, all right, this is this is where our work's cut out for you. I go, I go, do you have any money to Diana? She goes, why? I go, let I want to pay these kids to help us. And then I realized they're stone. I said, ah, maybe it's a bad idea. Uh, I was gonna give them like five bucks each, but I didn't have any money, so I said, fuck it. And Julie goes, I can get this. I go, holy fuck. And uh, it's true. She is unbelievably powerful. We got that fucking thing onto the uh, back of the truck and good to go. Nick writes marketplace, how to get other people to take out your garbage for free. It's true. But this actually, I'm really impressed with this, uh, with this piece of furniture. This is fucking great. We, this is a great deal. And, um, so, uh, we get that. I load up all the other shit on there. Uh, strap, strap it down with the ratchet straps, uh, pay Julie, uh, Venmo she's off. And then the neighbor has, uh, three or four women on the porch that they all look like precious. Okay. So they're all there. Precious one, two, three, and four. And then some guy who looks like fucking CeeLo Green with a bright blue button-down shirt, bright blue shorts, and a pair of sandals, and two fucking gigantic pit bulls. I mean, the kind that you look at them, and they're just, their arms are like, their front legs are bowed, and their heads are, you know, the twice the size of a normal man's. And they're like, they're really like, kind of like, uh, and, and, and they have a Frenchie up there too. And I go to the guy, I go, is that Frenchie? He goes, yeah. And the dog comes down and it runs up to Diana and Diana starts petting the Frenchie. He goes, seven weeks. I'm going to have a whole bunch of those. You can, and he's like trying to sell me a Frenchie. I go, all right. Okay. He's breeding Frenchies. And at this point, the Frenchie is now run down the steps and his Diana's petting the Frenchie. And the preciouses are just look they're just looking at Diana. Not saying a word. And then the pit bulls try to come down. And they are aggressively trying to get down the steps. And I was like, uh-oh. And uh uh CeeLo Green is is like, get back! Get back! And they they actually listened to him. Um, 
but it was a little dubious. I was like, oh, fuck, get the fuck out of here. So at this point, the pot smell is just fucking thick. The amount of pot that we've we've sucked into our lungs at this point is, is off the charts. And, and uh, I, I, I get in and Diana's at the passenger side and she's like, unlock the fucking door. She's like freaking out. Unlock the door. Start it up. Get the fuck out of there. Get it all home. Now I got to get this dresser off of the bed of the truck. Everything is off except for this dresser. Huge and heavy. And then I did something that Diana said, that was fucking brilliant. I took the mattress and laid it on the ground right at the bed of the truck and just tipped the thing down onto the mattress and just kind of like kept tipping it till it was in the garage. It was fucking beautiful. Everything was perfect. What an adventure. That is adventure number two when it comes to getting mattresses. Oh, good. Now just got to set it up. Uh, I was really impressed with this house, though. It was like an oasis, you know, because every everybody everybody's house was kind of like fucked up in this really old neighborhood. And nobody seemed to get it. seemed like everybody there, the only thing that they were interested in was eating uh, pit bulls, pot, and airsoft, and, and not actually being employed. I mean, there was a lot of stereotypes that were reinforced to me. Uh, when I was in that neighborhood, Kenny says, hilarious to me that you always carry your gun with you, except for when you go to a stranger's house in a bad area to buy some murder furniture off of marketplace. You're absolutely right. I carry my fucking piece when I'm mowing the lawn. And then I actually go to a war zone neighborhood and fuck, I don't have the gun. What an asshole. You're absolutely right. Terrible gun owner. Well, anyway, fine. Uh, that was the that was the big adventure to uh, yesterday. That I was like, "Holy shit, this is this is something." Uh, off and running on this the thirteenth of June edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, we are now today is Tuesday, so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four days away, four days away from Saturdays. Uh, Grand Raggedy Roller Derby game at the Georgetown Griffs Ice Arena. Griffs Georgetown is what it's known as. Amanda says it's so cute that you think you still have a contact high. It's a joke. Shut up. I know what it's like to be high. Uh, anyway. Carla. Uh, come hang out and see, see, see Roller Derby. Oh, fuck. I cannot wait for this. What are you doing? Stop. This dog. Um, Maureen says, my new foster pup came with a bunch of clothes and they smell like weed. Holy crap. All right. So thank you so much for being here. For you folks that are enjoying the show on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. It is time to say goodbye. Um, please head over to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live if you want the free podcast in its entirety. You can also download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, and then you're in business. Send me an email whenever you want. 
I love the correspondence. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Also, my Patreon is awesome. Uh, Shit. We are dropping this week another edition of Who Are These Freebeers? We will break down the Yankee Candle Recall. There was a big candle recall and a smug beer busted. Wow. Seriously, kicked in the doors and told this amazing story about the candle recall. Stand by. dog has been driving me crazy. All right. Ben and I will record that on Thursday and then uh, drop it sometime thereafter. Also, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast goes down on Thursday. And we have uh, another edition of Who Are These Zanes? So a lot happening on Patreon. If you want to try it out for free, you can do so. Patreon dot com slash eric zane patreon.com slash eric zane you want to try the patreon for free for seven days okay follow on facebook facebook.com slash eric zane fan page twitter at eric zane show follow on youtube eric zane show thank you so much for checking out the show on facebook twitter and of course youtube facebook and twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Uh, Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. There is a, a story going around. First of all, um, before I get to this, there's um, I, I just wanted to touch on the Trump thing. Uh, they spent like 15 minutes at the start of uh, the Today Show today breaking down uh, Trump today getting booked on the whole uh, federal charges for um, the, the uh, documents that he uh, that he would not relinquish. These are very serious charges. And, uh, you know, one way or another, with all these indictments, it is trying to be made very clear that they are doing everything they can to keep this guy from uh, having a shot at being in office again. Uh, don't think for a second that this is not motivated by anything uh, that that is the part of the reason why this is motivated. Sure, he broke the law. At least they say people on the left. Um, but the vigorous nature that which they are going to go after it, I think, is, um, you know, steeped in that. It doesn't mean he didn't break the law. And I think, I sure uh, hope he does fucking get busted and go to jail. I, you know. Uh, But today it was interesting because there was like all this discussion and uh, he's going to be fingerprinted today and booked. Uh, They say that he will not be in handcuffs. And I don't even know if we'll even see him because uh, when this, when he is being booked, It'll be like an underground location that he goes in through, and then he's going to head back out, make bail, and then that is the end of that. Uh, 
Will this do anything but bolster his support? Probably. And I think it, uh, I, I don't think there's really anything that can be done that would actually, uh, within reason, that would actually hurt Trump in his attempt to become the president once again. Every terrible thing that uh, gets levied against him, I think adds to the, um, the legend that is Donald Trump. We tried to get a hold of him uh, yesterday, and I'm, I'm wondering out loud if I'll be able to uh, get a hold of him today. It's worth a try. It's always worth a try to get a hold of the president, former president. He doesn't even like it when I call him the former president. He wants me to refer to him as President Trump. And, you know, sometimes you, you do hear that. People will actually call a former president Mr. President, but I think I can offer that. I'm hoping to God he's around. Try to get a hold of him yesterday. Did not work. I'm hoping to get him as he's actually going to get booked. Oh, for God's sake. This is the wonderful voicemail of President Trump. Let's make America great again together with your message. Mr. President, it's Eric Zane. Uh, if you could give me a call back, that'd be great. Thank you. Uh, hopefully we'll hear. I'll turn my ringer on. And take it off of Do Not Disturb. And then there we go. Maybe we'll get him at some point today. Okay. Uh, I, I saw a story that I wanted to share. Be careful. Are you a check writer? Holy shit. If you are a check writer, there is a new way. Well, it's not new. It's the same thing they've always done uh, with a little twist on it. If you ever saw um, uh, Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio playing the part of Frank Abagnale, who not only is he a check fraudster, he learns uh, he starts flying planes. He's a doctor. It's a f- great movie. I absolutely loved that movie. Steven Spielberg made that movie. Uh, This is a little bit more complex than that. But ever since COVID, uh, crime networks have been getting their hands on checks. Like, let's say Rick from TC Paintball sends me a check for marketing. Uh, The bad guys will get a hold of the check and then... They will uh, uh, change who it's written out to. And they do that in more than one way. This has been absolutely on the rise. Early in the pandemic, government relief checks became an attractive target for criminals. Well, not only were government relief checks a uh, target for criminals, but uh, we all know that uh, any old Joe could go ahead and try to get a government relief check. And pretty much get it. You might even know or have heard of people doing this. Uh, The problem has only gotten worse. And postal authorities and bank officials are warning Americans now to avoid mailing checks if possible. 
And the the big problem they see is um, if you go out to the mailbox and you put, you're, you're going to mail some checks and you put it in the mailbox and then you put your little red flag up. People are driving by and just reaching in the mailbox and taking your checks. There's also people that are working their way into post offices um, as employees, but really they have no desire to be a postal employee. And then once they're exposed to the mail and they can tell what is a check and what is not a check, they'll just take it. Um, As the cases of fraud increase, victims are waiting longer to recover their stolen money too. Check usage has been in decline for de- uh, decades. According to this, in 1990, wait a minute, let me back. Oops. Hang on. That's embarrassing. Last year, uh, 3.4 billion checks were written. 3.4 billion checks were written last year. It sounds like a lot. In 1990, 20 billion checks were written. Nowadays, if I get, you know how you like, you get, you, you order checks for the bank and then, you know, that order lasts you forever. Before you'd write all those fucking checks and they'd be gone in a month and a half. And you have to get weight. And then it's way too uh, expensive when you get them from the bank. So you go to that fucking website and get like the checks for like uh, absolute virtually nothing and then your wife's sitting there saying no let's get the one with the artwork on it. it's like fuck that just blue nothing fancy i want to pay the absolute least that i have to pay for these fucking things i think one time i had detroit red wing checks and i was like why did i fucking pay for these uh check use is declining still they're frequently used by small businesses, though. Uh, some dude who knows a thing or two had a uh, he is uh, he runs a PR firm. He had 15 checks that were being mailed to him from clients stolen after they all went through the same postal service distribution center. Ten of them were successfully cashed by criminals. Checks were stolen in March. This dude, oh, hang on a second. It said Trump. Hang on. Oh, hey, hang on, sir. Hey, hello, uh, Eric Zane Show podcast. Is this Big Fraud Zane from the Big Fraud Show? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for calling back. I appreciate that. No problem at all. My people have told me you've left me quite a few messages trying to get hold of me. We're so busy. We're so busy here on the Trump campaign, the circuit. Yeah. You know, there's a witch hunt. There's yeah. a witch hunt. I don't know if you've heard about this. I I have, and I I left you two. Uh, I left one yesterday, and tons of messages, Big Fraud Zane. You've left so many messages. You're so desperate. Everyone is. Everyone wants a slice of Trump. You know, Donald J. Trump. That's what everyone wants. Everyone wants to talk to the old man himself, right? Well, yeah. Not only, I, th- I think the people who are booking you today want to talk to you. For sure. You know, the, it's such a big deal. Such a big deal. And we're not going to show up, of course. You know, this is just a Democrat witch hunt. Yeah. I've said it from the beginning. 
Well, that that may be true. I don't. I mean, we don't know for sure that uh, that's obviously uh, been uh, uh, bandied about here and there. Um, but you you said you're not going to show up. I don't even know what it is you're talking about. See, there's been so much so much has been said about this that you know. I mean, from all I know, I've got some I got some documents that that clearly were so unclassified. They were so unclassified. I had documents, you know, in the everywhere you could think of. There was, you know, when you're president, there's so many things you have to take out of the White House. It's just so natural. You take the papers. So you're, the the idea being that it was just an accident, like you were supposed to take maybe uh, uh, the things that actually belong to you, and then somehow the documents, the documents got uh, wrapped up into that. It's so exact, big fraud. It's like you know this stuff. <laughs> Yes, these documents were, they, they were so, they were just, every president takes these documents. I mean, Biden had them, that, that cheap shot Pence, he's had, he had documents. I think the thing is, they're not going to be happy until they get this witch hunt. This is, no one has been more persecuted in American history. Well, I have to say, Donald J. Trump, you know, he's, he was the best president. Everyone knows that I did so much, got rid of that doc. We got rid of that thing so fast. You know, we did such wonderful things in the White House, and now it's just a witch hunt, and we're going we're gonna to win so big that you're going to see yeah. all of these people collapse. I'm going to have them all taken out. Now, I, I remember when uh, Hillary Clinton had some uh, sensitive information on her own private servers. You actually email Hillary, of course, yeah. of course. And why aren't they going after her? Well, that's why what aren't you they said. going after the wicked witch of the West? That's <laughs> what I've been saying the whole time. They should be totally going after Hillary Clinton. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and you had said, uh, if I'm president, no, no one will ever. Well, anyone who has sensitive information will be charged to the fullest extent of the law. So that that wow the law and order president. That's that's the truth. I am the law and order well, president. Nobody. Respects the law more than Donald J. Trump, big fraud. Well, yeah, but I mean, do you have class? Because that would be that would mean you, or or did you did you say that you actually unclassified them, and that all you had to do I was just, as president, you can unclassify things, you know. And I sat there, I could, I sat there, I said these documents, they're unclassified. There's nothing sensitive in there. I mean, let's be honest. There's nothing sensitive in there. I had some battle plans, which everyone has, by the way. <laughs> some nuclear command codes. Big deal. Okay. No big deal to uh, point that out. Uh, what? Nuclear command codes. Battle documents, she said. Wow. I, that that all sounds very sensitive. I, we, well, just to tell you, we had some of the best battle plans ever drawn up. You know, that you'd say, let's say we had a bit of an, a, an issue with someone like Ukraine who maybe took Biden's laptop. We don't know. Uh, we had plans. Okay. There were plans that they're totally unclassified. Totally unclassified. All right. Now, so at the end of the day, this is uh we, we, we can take it from you directly. This is simply a witch hunt. It's nothing to be worried about. You won't be uh you won't end up going to prison or anything? Of course not. What come on. Donald J. Trump, the president of the American people. Is not going to go to jail. They won't stand for it. They'll stand up and stand by. That's what they're going stand, to do. Stand by. They're going to stand up and stand by. Now, Mr. President, um, if you are convicted, that's a felony. I, I mean, you you would have to end your campaign. I mean, a felon cannot that's run. Nonsense. We're not going to end anything. It's just a payoff. It's all about. They're all after the money, just like Stormy Daniels, which was so crooked, by the way. 
She was after the money. Now the witch hunt Democrats, these radicals, okay. they want more money. We'll pay them off. You don't even need to believe what they're going to be seeing. But now you've got this you've got this Republican landscape they're trying to go after me. You've got Rhonda Sacrimonious, Chris Fatass, Christie, <laughs> and you've got Michael Pence. Okay, what about Nikki Haley? She was dogging you too. I mean you got uh, 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 what Haley? He's wonderful. He's wonderful. Well, yeah, I know, but she's talking shit about you. I don't know if you saw the the, the news it's today. It's all part of the game, big fraud thing. You gotta know, you gotta know how to play the game if you're gonna be in the politics. So that's just the truth of it. You you probably wouldn't be able to handle it to be honest. Just no, no, no. You're right, Mr. President. I don't have the I don't have the right I see, stuff. I see how you are. You know, I was on the phone with you the other day about one of your listeners. And you quit him, and now he's back. You put him back in there. You're so weak. No, so no, wait a minute now. I don't. I don't. I. I got I can't stand for that. I mean, he's. Uh, he was. Uh, it, it was all kind of like something that needed to be worked out. Haven't you ever done that? Haven't you ever said, you know, maybe I should rethink something? I've never rethought anything, Big Fraud Jane, because of course everything that I do, including golf. By the way, I play the most wonderful golf game. It's all perfect. Everything I do is always perfect. You know, there's people, though, they come crawling back to me. You know, like Mike Pence. You you see this? He's going to come crawling back as soon as he loons, loses these primaries. He's going to be like a little duck, you know, a little duck okay. in the pond. All right. You're going to see wonderful things. Well, um, I'll say this. You're still out front by a mile, uh, despite everything, despite this uh, field getting a little cluttered now. Have you given any thought to, like, a running mate? There's no time for that, Big Fraud, because we've got the biggest witch hunt in the history of the United States of America. No one has been more persecuted than me, but you've got to look at the records. Still, America wants Donald J. Trump to be president. These things haven't even... They haven't even. You look at the polls, and the polls, the polls don't lie. They say no, no. they want Donald Trump. Okay, they want Donald Trump. Now it sounds like you just wandered outside, Mr. President. What's going on? Are you actually going to the courthouse right now? We're getting ready to get in the aeroplane, and we're going to be doing some wonderful things today. I was in Miami yesterday. We've got rallies scheduled like you wouldn't believe, and we're going to have America stand up and stand by. I'm not right. worried about these felony charges. The Patriots are going to help out. Like you wouldn't believe. By the way, the wonderful judge that is overseeing the whole thing, she's she's wonder wonderful judge. Well, yeah, she's going to get me out of this. You're going to see one you one that you appointed, of course. Of course, you know you've got to appoint judges. Yeah, I I put more Supreme Court judges installed into the Supreme Court than anyone else in American history. I appoint maybe the best judges, big fraud. You've never seen judges like these judges. Some before. of the greatest judges these are ever. The best judges. Yeah. All right. Well, Mr. President, as always, uh, you you provided so much uh, to the show with your... uh, And as usual, Big Fraud Zane, you're so weak. You bring your your listeners that you ban, you bring them back in. You're so weak. Such a puny man you've become, Big Fraud. I had such big ideas for you. All right. Well, you know, but uh, he just hung up. He just hung up on me again. Oh, my God. He... he... What the hell? Thank you, Mr. President, for the time. Wow. Yeah, but it calls me puny. Holy shit. Impressive. My God. All right. I'm going to come back to the uh, check story in a second. Uh, I got I to gotta regroup after that. What the fuck? Uh, the open and live stream of the Eric Zane Show podcast. 
thank you to the Kent County Health Department for being part of this show. 616-632-7200. If you or someone you know or love, like if those ladies, uh, the, the three preciouses on the porch, if any one of their 11 kids each are not vaccinated, they can call, the preciouses can call Kent County Health Department and find out about how they can get those kids inoculated for measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, uh, and, and so on and so on. For little or no cost, they won't even have to sell a puppy pit bull. 616-632-7200 for the Kent County Health Department found at accesskent.com. All right. While I'm at it, hello to my friends at Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for this show. Okay. Now, if you have a small or a medium-sized business and you have a tech at the business that you depend on, if it goes south or something goes wrong, in order to get yourself back online and whatever you need to do, you're going to have to start by calling a company like Blue Frost IT. That call, that is establishing the relationship, uh, figuring out, you know, when the problem can be worked on, that's all going to take time that you don't have while your business flounders. If you have Blue Frost IT as your managed IT service provider, like I do, I simply call and say, uh oh, shit hit the fan. Can you fix this? Yes. There you go. You have your own IT department. You just pay them kind of like a uh, subscription fee. It's like pet insurance, you know? Uh, Reach out to Blue Frost IT, 616-200-8550. Or online at bluefrostit.com. I have a puppy on the move. I'm going to put her back on that couch. Just got a drink of water. I don't want her wandering around. If she wanders around too much, I mean, she's got to go potty. Don't go anywhere. This dog, look at her. Oh my gosh. She's getting so big. Oh, oh honey. But I'm telling you, she's a menace. She's an absolute menace. All right. So, um, getting back to this before Trump, uh, uh, got a hold of us as Gallus three one eleven thirty one eleven. What kind of puppy that is? A British bulldog, English bulldog, and she's awesome. Um, let's see. This dude who has a PR business uh, got a bunch of checks stolen. The perpetrators are using technology. Um where they melted the ink in the who the check is made out to section so they could write in fake names. Wow. And this is not just like one dude. This is like an organized crime ring that's doing this. 
Um, the PR company that um, was getting the checks from people instructed all its clients to change their paper format because it was dealing with a check fraud issue, getting people to pay like electronically. I don't think we'll ever go back to asking for checks as an option. Today's check fraud criminals are not small operations or lone individuals like uh, Frank Abagnale. Sophisticated criminal operations with participants infiltrating post office distribution centers. Maybe that's what Stu McAllister wanted to do. And he couldn't get in. Uh, they, They wanted him to walk the street instead of working at the distribution center. So he got out of it. There's sophisticated criminal operations with participants infiltrating post office distribution centers, setting up fake business names, or creating fake IDs to deposit the checks. Uh, they're known as walkers, people who actually walk in to cash these checks, receive training on how to appear even more legitimate. Like, if you look like a fucking asshole, uh, you know, the last line of defense is the teller. So if you look like... You don't look like a scumbag. You look like some nerd, you know, I'm telling you. So if I'm at the bank, you know me, if I see anybody that looks like a normal person, I'm just going to call the cops on them as proven the other day. When I called the cops on that guy that I thought was a John and his daughter was a hooker. Yeah, I got to thinking about that before I conclude this story. The idea that the, uh, the cop, went up to the dude, the dad, and his now we know daughter, and had to make it known that someone thinks that you look like you're paying for a prostitute and someone thinks that you look like a hooker. God damn. <laughs> it's almost not worth it. So then this 15-year-old, Dad, do I look like a hooker? Oh, no. Shit. And then so one of you made the point, he probably is going to think, since it was revealed to me that it's a uh, custody dispute between dad and mom. Dad is going to think that mom was the one who called. <laughs> uh, I still stand by it. Still had to be done. I legit thought it was um, a scenario where a chick was being trafficked. Kenny says, yeah, I was thinking about that. Poor guy was just trying to spend some time with his daughter. He's totally blaming the mom. Chris says, yep, he's going to kill the ex now. I don't think that's going to happen, you asshole. Tyler says, 911, it's Eric. Hurry to LMC. You have just uncovered a major check fraud organization. There's a suspicious-looking old lady here. Oh. <laughs> uh. And then Bob says it's Wilkes-Barre Scranton. It's normal. I don't know. I have no idea what type of community it is. Check fraud Zane. Um, in one case in Southern California, nearly 60 people were arrested on charges of committing more than $5 million in check fraud against 750 million or 750 people. Criminals are getting the checks or ID information by phishing mail out of U.S. postal boxes, looking for envelopes that appear to be either bill payments or checks being mailed. So if you send it in like an envelope that like a greeting card may come in, it might not draw as much attention to these thieves. But if you if it looks like a check, I mean, they handle a lot of mail. They know what is a check. 
The most common type of check fraud is known as check washing, where a criminal steals the check from the mail and proceeds to change the payee's name on the check and additionally the amount of money. And that was uh, they whatever chemical they use, they actually get the check wet and then get the ink to run off of it and then let hang it up, let it dry, and then flatten it out with an iron and then write out a check. It's good to go. Uh, some criminals are going further and using the info found on a check to gather sensitive personal data on a potential victim. There have been reports of, crea- of criminals creating fake entities out of personal data obtained from a check, like opening a business or even opening new lines of credit or businesses with that data as well. That allows fraudsters to create new checks using old account data. And so experts are saying, don't send checks. If you do need to mail a check, do not put it in your residential mailbox and raise the flag to notify the postman. It might as well say, hey, come steal these. Drop off the checks inside a post office if you have to. That is the uh, way to, uh, that reduces your chances, I guess, despite what I've just told you about scumbags. Uh, working inside of the post offices. You ever see some of those people that work at the post office? They look like fucking degenerates. Not necessarily the ones at the front. You know, those are the best. Those are the most normal people. But, you know, you look in the back there, they they look like fucking Quasimodo. They got an eye ripped out. You know, they, 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 they don't wear clothes when they work. They got real long nails. They're, they stink. Uh, banks are keenly aware of the problem, increasingly watching for signs of fraud at branches and through mobile check deposit services, including large check deposits. My God. Fraudsters are more aggressive than they were in the past. They are pressuring tellers to override internal systems that might flag a potentially suspicious transaction. Banks generally reimburse customers if they are victims of check fraud within days. However, due to the Growing number of fraud cases, refunds have slowed down in recent months. In March, a trio of Democratic senators asked the banking industry to be more prompt in reimbursing victims of check fraud whenever possible. Meanwhile, the bank goes belly up. You know, that's the, that's a, you remember that banking thing about a month and a half ago where all those banks were going belly up? You know how that happened, don't you? Just a bunch of people went in and took their money out. They didn't have the money to cover the people requesting their money. Because when you put your money into the bank, they're going to take your money and they're going to use it to make money. It's a legal Ponzi scheme. And if all you dumb fucks go and take your money out at one time, they're not going to be able to cover it. So everyone to round up your friends at the local bank and say, hey, let's go all take our money out and make this bank go belly up. That's how you do it. I think. Might just be bullshit, I just said. I'm not sure. Another safety tip for businesses is to opt in into a bank's positive pay services with a business checking account. Positive uh, pay means you pre authorize checks for a certain amount as well as the check number, cutting down criminals' ability to wash the check and withdraw money for an amount that isn't pre authorized. Oh my God. This is so fucked up. Okay, I got to go potty. Uh, but before I go, Patrick writes, I think a lot of the elderly still use checks. Many of them hate debit and credit cards. That is true, man. 
Um, I lived in the UP, this one says, and I had to pay for a lot of services with a check like snowplow and they didn't have Venmo or anything. They wanted a check. Oh yeah. That's they're they're animals up there. They don't even have power in a lot of those areas of Michigan. Speaking of our uh, pal, uh, troublemaker Patrick, who went ahead and got himself banned from the Free Beer and Hot Wings show subreddit, uh, I noticed something the other day that I went to go look at uh, what some of the people are writing. I, I I don't follow the page. I just lurk, you know. Um, I like to see what people are talking about. And actually, that's a good way to tip me off on um, segments that aren't so good, um, like the candle segment that we're going to review. And people will make a comment as I go, I got to check that out. And then I'll go ahead and I'll do it. And I so I look at the subreddit quite a bit. And uh, it, it's now private. It's a private. And uh, it, you, you actually can't look at it. And it says, like, if you were to go to it right now, Hey, no. It says uh, that it is private until Wednesday. They're making some type of statement about uh, uh, greed in Reddit or something like that. that I, somehow there's something to do. There's, there's a protest of some type. So... I said, oh, okay, well, I'll just wait it out. I'll wait till Wednesday to take a look at it. Well, Patrick, who's banned from that, he still lurks on it, though. He writes on my subreddit, the FBHW cowards, cowards led by, I think he meant to say Colonel Man Boobs, but it says Colonial Man Boobs. No idea what the hell that means. Continue to retreat as Zane has taken over their entire sub. And that's not true. Zane's territory continues to expand while Colonel Manboobs attempts to fortify, fortify defensives and further insulate, insulate the thin-skinned sympathizers of the dying show known as Freebear and Hot Wings. Now, that's all bullshit. Because I remember that it said that they're having they're doing and if you were to go to other subreddits like the Grand Rapids one same thing you can't look at it they're they're doing some type of making some type of stand it's really whatever and then uh, someone says no I think it's part of a general blackout occurring due to the API charges Reddit corporate is doing uh, and then people start making fun of Patrick. Dumb post by some boomer who doesn't know Reddit. It's so almost like all, it's almost like all Zane's audience is over 60. <laughs> now, what's the thing is Patrick's not. I don't even think he's over 40. Uh, so, no, nothing like that is going on. But there was something else that caught my eye. Um, someone on the segment 18 Facebook group wrote on there that, wow, this trivia was a disaster. So I checked it out yesterday. They did uh, the Dumber Than the Show trivia game, and it was up to Hot Wings to read the questions. And it was so awful. I don't know how someone can be so horrible at so many things. 
I don't know how something as simple as just reading questions in a uh, in a manner that's normal with the game, you know, just read off the questions, yes or no, did you get it right, and you'd move quickly down the list as best you can. He's like hemming and hawing, and it's slow and dragging. It's like read the goddamn questions. And it was just horrible. He was so bad at reading questions. This, I think, we have to actually take some time and and break down a little further when we do Who Are These Free Beers. We have our work cut out for us on this edition of Who Are These Free Beers. So because people talk about it on the social media and Reddit, then that tips me off, and then I listen to it, and I go, boy, you're right. This was fucking terrible. Oh, it was just all fucked up. Hot Wings can't do a goddamn thing right, and that was one of them. I mean, nice guy. I've always said, very nice guy, but... I can't tell you how absurdly um, ineffective he is at broadcasting. I mean, it's it's very, very few things are in his toolbox that make him a worthy broadcaster. He's so terrible. Uh, concise storytelling, no. Reading, no. Talking without laughing hysterically at something that's not funny? No. Oh, my God. Jesus. All right. I got to take a pee. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, she peed. Damn it. That happens. Josh, right, uh, Josh writes, the only content Howings has ever brought was when his kids were young. And he'd say, every day is a new adventure that you would murder him about. That was the best part. Whenever he'd say something that I knew was bullshit, I was like, Dude, what the fuck? The beat-ups were the best. Uh, Aram says he like deliberately tried to hide most parts of his life or make them boring while the others were sharing. Yeah. He would never share. He was always just a closed book. Uh, the immortal Ashley is here. I am late to the party. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hope you got, hope you got your key back. What a disaster that was. I was sharing with the audience. What happened to you yesterday or uh, over the weekend? God. Can I lose both key fobs? And by the way, who, who puts both key fobs in their purse? You're supposed to put one in there and then have the other one as the backup. You don't put them both in the purse. God. She says uh, $650 for new keys. For one. $650 for one. Fucking shit. Jesus. Well, anyway. Um, Kyle says, okay, Julius, who drives on a road at night? Is that one of the things he said? Ugh. Oh, that guy. 
Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, Bomb threats target. Okay, so I remember the Bud Light thing. Bud Light sent a case of beer to a person that was born a dude and then is becoming a chick, I think. Or, and then... uh, Bruce Jenner said, yeah, but I still see a bulge. Remember that one? That that whole part of it, Bruce Jenner actually was like, I went ahead and got the procedure done. You need to go ahead and get rid of that bulge. Yeah, you need to worry about yourself, you asshole. You know, the world would be just a lot better place if everyone just worried about themselves. Can you imagine if we could wave a magic wand and for an extended period of time uh, through uh, powers of uh, magic, Everyone just worried about themselves. No one worried about anybody else. Just worried about themselves. If that could be the golden rule, you know the golden rule is treat others like you want to be treated. I think that's kind of like interchangeable with just worry about yourself. Because if I worry about myself, I'm going to treat myself great. And then you add golden rule into that. I'm going to worry about me. I'm going to do the things that concern me that I have to take care of to make sure that I'm successful and happy. I'll just worry about myself. I don't give a fuck about anybody else when it comes to what they do and the decisions they make. Okay, so I'm going to make sure that my I'm, I'm good to go, and then I'm going to treat everybody the same way I want to be treated, unless if I want to be treated like an asshole. Let's say I want people to beat my ass. Now, no one would want that. So more than likely, everybody wants to be treated nicely and with respect. If we just followed those two simple rules, the world would be such a better place. A little bit of background that I don't know if everybody's aware of. Um, with all Four years ago, in 2019, this is what the uh, Bud Light bottles looked like. Rainbow. At the end of May 2019, they announced that in the month of June, all Bud Light bottles would look like a rainbow. You don't remember this because back then, a good portion of the country hadn't yet become fully retarded. But now more and more people like Kid Rock and maybe even some people who listen to this show have dipped into retard. And thus, all you had to do was see a story about a transgender person getting their face on a beer can on like one case of beer and you all lost your shit. I don't know what's changed. I think you just realized you crazy fucks that you have a voice, a bigoted voice, uh, and you, and it's okay to now go ahead and, and announce that you hate gay people. If you went ahead, if Bud Light went ahead and put uh, the face of a black guy on there and Kid Kid Rock wouldn't have, wouldn't have shot cans of beer. Can you imagine if he did that? I, I am 
I am, uh, I'm pissed off because the blacks are being supported. No, that would never happen. But it's okay. It is okay to uh, undermine and be mean-spirited and horrible to the gays in our country. And I don't, I don't see this changing anytime soon. But my point is, um, this has been going on forever. I don't, uh, it's, it's just, uh, they've become so far, they've gone so far down the rabbit hole, the people on the right, that it's now okay to hate them. And when you have um, people like Kid Rock doing the terrible things that he did, um, I mean, holy shit. I mean, look at this. Rainbow can rainbow bottles. Nobody did shit. Uh, Target, they um they started to sell like some pride gear, and then uh these these idiots would go in and destroy the displays in the stores. And now, uh, people are uh, calling in bomb threats to Target. Because they support the gays. Bomb threats because they're selling a t-shirt that says love, love is love. And by the way, that's a new one. If you say love is love, you're hated. Because that's code for you support gay people. If you say love is love, they now know that and they and they hate you because of that. Even worse... The bomb threats go in to Target and then Target, um, when all this was starting to percolate at the beginning of the month, they they started to remove some of the pride gear and now they're getting bomb threats from the gays. So now that Target's getting bomb threats from the lunatics on the right and the gay people. They can't win. Holy shit. Cole says, has there ever been a bomb threat that was real? If you're going to bomb a place, don't you just bomb it? Exactly. You just roll the dice and say, yeah, fuck you. I mean, Timothy McVeigh, he didn't send a message to the federal building employees saying, hey, here comes a bomb. All right, so the bomb threats hit Target. And in addition, there's a lot of organizations now that did um, support, uh, what do you call it, pride shit in June of previous years. And they're now not because um, these guys on the right are like, oh, yeah, we're going to fucking boycott them and make them go broke and shit like that. So people um, are being less bold businesses and, and that's a little weird. I, I, I do think that in the past, when people would support gay people, they didn't really think for a second that there's a, a lose. It's all, it was always win-win, you know? Um, but now, since it's becoming obvious that these uh, psychopaths are making life difficult for them and they were successful in fucking up Anheuser-Busch, that now um, 
stores are are thinking twice about that, and that's kind of weird. You know, I mean that what that shows you is that any type of support you show uh, was probably a lot more based on marketing than actually caring about people who are ostracized, maligned, uh, treated poorly, commit suicide because of their sexuality. You're less concerned about that because you're, you're, um, you know, you're, you're giving in to these pieces of shit because of the almighty dollar. So I think, uh, the ones that still remain on and showing support, um, are, are the true supporters, you know, that are, are doing this because they actually, um, care about what these people, um, go through, you know? Um, Washington Post reported yesterday in parts of Oklahoma, New York, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Louisiana, they received emails from unknown individuals about bomb threats. In one email sent to Oklahoma City NBC affiliate KFOR, so they actually sent it to a TV station. Uh, The individual listed seven locations in and around Oklahoma City claiming that two of the locations already had bombs in them, adding that they hid the bombs inside of products. The bombs will detonate in several hours. Guess which ones have the bombs? Time is ticking, the email reads, also ending with the date 4-19-95, the date of the Oklahoma City bombing. So in Oklahoma City, they're sending this to TV stations. Holy shit. Um... Police went through with bomb-sniffing dogs. Nothing found. South Burlington, Vermont. Police Chief Sean Burke said the news outlets in Vermont, New Hampshire, and New York all received the same email bomb threats over the weekend, which accused Target of betraying LGBTQ plus community. Also naming the locations of four stores in the three states, including South Burlington. So wait a minute. That first, I mean, I, I knew that this was going on, but I didn't realize Oklahoma City one is the same as, and we don't know that. My point is, who knows what's going on here? It could be trying to, uh, it could be a fucking red herring, making it seem like it was the LGBTQ plus community accusing the retail chain of betraying them and then bombing them. That doesn't sound like an LGBTQ plus thing to do. In my opinion, that's bullshit. In my opinion, that's uh, psychopaths like the former Zaniacs doing that and then acting like it's the LGBTQ plus community. That doesn't strike me as very LGBTQ plus ish. getting pissed off because they're scaling it back. And now they're, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't add up in my brain. Um, Kyle says, yeah, us gays don't care about that. Jimmy writes, the vaccine is making people crazy. I don't know about that, Jimmy. Uh, 
Chris in Maine says, easy, if you weren't married to the queen of the forest, would you be open to having sex with a man transition to be a woman? Okay. There would have to be a full 80-point inspection. Okay, let's say queen of the forest and I are not married. And I'm walking around looking for the next Mr. Eric. And I encounter this beautiful, beautiful woman. We hit it off. Sparks fly. Oh, my gosh. We're having so much fun. And she uh, says, hey, uh, I think we should take the relationship to the next level. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, Chris says, Eric, you said Mr. Eric. I mean, Mrs. Eric. That was Freudian. The next Mrs. Eric. I'm Mr. Eric. So I'm looking for the next Mrs. Eric. And beautiful. Okay. Personality. Incredible. Just great. Sparks fly. And then she says, uh, I used to be a dude. And I've uh, I have completely. Uh, uh, I now I'm a woman and I have woman parts. I'd be like, okay, this is going to sound terrible, but I need to, I need to see this. I need to inspect You're, I actually need to go through and take a objective look at this. I need to see how everything works. And, you know, and then I can't say for sure. Then I got to think about it. Okay. I need time to think, but I, yeah, I cannot say that I would be fully like, oh yeah, it's great. I don't care. Yeah. I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh, it's a possibility. I, I, that's as far as I'll go. It's possible. There's a possibility that I would be open to having sex with a person born a dude and now a woman there possibly. After an inspection, you know, because some people that transition, you, I mean, they, they look beautiful. They're beautiful women, you know, um, Ashley says easy. If you were sentenced to life in prison, would you be gay for the stay? Uh, I don't think so. And that's not a hundred percent confident. I don't think I would. I don't think I'd be interested in that. No, no, no. I take it back. That's a hundred percent confident. I would not be gay for the stay. I would just, uh, pound my pod. That's it. And hope to not be raped. I have no interest in having sex with men. Chris says, how the hell would you let that person down? If it turns out to be a no after inspection, you dumb idiot. Well, yeah, you just tell them and say, look, I'm not comfortable having sex with you because it's it just looks like it looks fucked up. Whoever did this to you, it it um, they tried their best, but your vagina looks jacked. And I, I, no, can't do it. So these are all some really good questions, by the way. All right. 
Well, anyway, uh, so Target's getting all sorts of shit. Target controversy follows Bud Light, which received backlash for its partnership with Dylan Mulvaney. And that is that. Wow. What a time to be alive. Okay. Speaking of gay, A&E heating and cooling, 616-516-8579. Wave your pride flags at Joe Martinez and he will be at your house. 616-516-8579. Even you gays can get your AC tuned up for just $79. This is something that has to happen once a year. The uh, AC needs to be tuned up. And uh, like Ashley there, uh, despite being 38 and living in her parents' basement, you should approach your dad uh, while he's in his brain, no doubt, thinking of his next hairband hit and say, Dad, have you ever had the AC tuned? And he's going to say, what? Yeah, you know, that that thing needs to be cleaned and tuned up every year. Have you ever done that? No. Well, it needs to be done. We need to call Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. Joe will come to your house, clean and tune up your AC. This should be done once a year, as well as your furnace should be done once uh, a year, which reminds me, I owe Joe money for that. I will pay that today. Thank you to M37 Hackers. Golf simulation in Middleville, Michigan. 269-205-2095. You're looking for a fun time. Uh, Get the group together and get over to M37 Hackers. You're golfing the greatest courses on the planet without the stupid walk and, uh, you know, not being able to play because you're not a professional. You are golfing the best courses on the planet in Middleville, Michigan, while you're sitting on a cooler full of beer. Bring your own beers to M37 Hackers, 269-205-2095, or search M37 Hackers on Facebook for more information. They are awesome. Follow them on Facebook, too. We've got racing this weekend at Berlin. Father's Day races at Berlin Raceway. Of course, Father's Day is coming up on Sunday. Bring dad to the track. Okay? Get your tickets online. BerlinRaceway.com. It's the Arca Menards series. Tickets are 20 bucks. 20 bucks to see these races. Uh, 15 and under free, parking free. Bring a cooler full of your snacks and your uh, uh, soft drinks. No glass, no alcohol. BerlinRaceway.com. I'll be giving away tickets as well. Four packs of tickets on my Facebook page. All you have to do is like the status. Uh, And I'll be out there in a few weeks again. Kyle Ryan. (laughs) Last night said to his husband, He wanted to make love with his husband. And he said to him, this is going to make some of you uncomfortable. He said to him, look, I want you to suck my dick with your asshole. (laughs) And then he says, I wish I knew how to say it in Spanish. 
I can help you with that. Joe Martinez can teach you. Uh, it's actually suck my dick with your butt. Here you go. This is how you say that. Lame me palo con tu culo. 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 Okay. Lame me. Say it with me now. Lame me palo con to culo. Lame me palo con tu culo. That is, lame me palo con tu culo. Suck my dick with your butt. So if you're out over in, um, like, part, not far from that area I was yesterday picking up the bed over by Chavez, uh, Chavez Elementary, with all those kids over by Chavez Elementary, I want you to drive by and go, lame me palo con tu culo. Lame me palo con tu culo. Drop that on them and you'll see them go, what the fuck? It's been another edition of Forbidden Spanish with Joe Martinez. Lame me, lame me, lame me. Palo con tu culo. Lame me palo con tu culo. I'm going to announce that today on the huge show when I start the show. Hey, welcome to the huge show across Michigan. I'm Eric Zane filling in for Bill. Lame mi palo con tu culo. Sorry. Uh, Tyler says, did huge forbid you from doing impressions of him? No. Uh, He did, in fact, though. Thank you for subscribing. I am KO. I appreciate you. I don't know who that is. Uh, He did say to me, by the way, from now on, on my show, you are not allowed to make fun of me. I I swear to God, I stack of Bibles. Whatever you do in your podcast is fine, but on my show, you are not allowed to make fun of me. About anything? Huh? So I don't, I don't rock the boat. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. If he wants, if he doesn't want me to make fun of him, I won't make fun of him. You know, just like Kenny. Kenny doesn't want me to make fun of him. I'm not going to make fun of him. Everybody knows I always honor that when someone asks me, Hey, look, do not announce that I am the main supporter of Z speed mobile mechanic. By the way, a hype train is close. I don't know what that is. It says sub gift or use bits now to start hype train. I think that means something fun is about to happen. Like if I'm on a hype train, I think a bunch of dudes come in here and have sex with me. Mitch Connors just subscribed. Thank you. Uh, So yeah. That's what's up. Kenny says, I was on a call. The first thing I hear when I turn the volume back up was Z-Speed. Yeah, I was talking about how um, when like Bill Simonson said to me, he doesn't want me to make fun of him on his show. I'm like, that's fine. I always honor it. 
Whenever someone like Kenny says, hey, I don't want you to make, say, you can't say anymore that I am a supporter of Z-Speed Mobile Mechanic. Yeah, that was no problem. I didn't. As far as you know. I'm going to see if I can get this thin-skinned twat on the phone. Not Kenny, by the way. Uh, Ashley says Z Z Speed Mobile Mechanic saved her this weekend. Five stars. I'm probably not going to get him. I think Bill is out at the. Uh, uh, I think he's out at the, uh, the. There's a ladies' golf tournament. Okay, that nobody cares about. That he really loves, and. Uh, it's called the, uh, I don't know, the uh, Girls Golf Challenge or something like that. And he makes a real big deal about it, and he goes out there for it. And uh, See if I can get Lurch on the phone. I haven't talked to Lurch in a while. <coughs> Excuse me. I'll be with Lurch. But he usually sleeps in. He's still a teenager. It seems like in a lot of respects, nine 30 is not the time that you want to try uh, to get this guy on. Uh, Cole says, does huge ever talk about women's club hockey? No, no one does. Hey, it's Brett. I can't get to my phone right now, but if you want to leave your name, what the fuck? All right. So, yeah, the LPGA Girl Fest, Girl Power, Power Puff, Girls Golf Challenge is going on right now. And everybody wants to go. Now, I firmly believe that the only peop- the only reason why people go to this is because these are some of the hottest women on the planet that, that golf. Very rarely will you see a lady ladies professional golfer who is a bow wow. Okay. They're always like in extremely good shape, very young. They can hit it a mile, but who gives a shit? I don't care if she swings and it goes one inch. That's the only reason why dudes go to these is to see these hot chicks in super short skirts. Okay. We need a ladies professional golfer who's built like a tank, you know, like a brick shithouse who weighs like, uh, four or 500 pounds. They're all like super in shape. Uh, golf sucks. Unless if you have a moment like the other day when the Canadian dude hit it from like, uh, he had a, like a seven or eight mile putt and he hit it and it went all the way down and went in the hole. And then everybody went crazy. Then they tackled that one guy who was trying to celebrate. They didn't, eh, fuck you. That's the only time golf's good. And I I have the ability because I uh, watched the last, um, watched that shot. I can talk about that around the water cooler. No one's going to want to talk about what happened 10 holes earlier. They're only going to want to talk about when the guy sank the massive putt. Cole says, look up Paige Speronic. I know who Paige Speronic is. And I cannot do that. That is not my game. 
to go on here and just point out hot chicks. I, I fucking hate that shit. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, you know, it's just weird to me to, to leer at girls. I fucking hate that. You know, it just makes, it's just strange. And besides, um, as you guys know, I like old women. Okay. Some people like young women, uh, like some of you sick fuck, uh, idiots who are like my age and you look at, uh, at young chicks and it's like, you sick fuck. God damn it. You know, my kids, my daughter, I have a 20, she 21. She'll be 21. I have a 20 year old daughter and a 26 year old daughter. Yeah. No, thanks. I, that's all. That's all I, I I'm thinking about the age of my kids. So I like women that are my age plus 25 years. Like if I'm going to look at porno, um, the first filter I put on is going to be must be 70 or up. I like old women. You see, Corey says Paige is a smoke show. Not interested. Don't even care. Don't even bother looking. I, I avert my gaze when I see her. I don't look at her. When I'm at the gym and there's a hot chick, I look away. Fuck you. Fuck off. Get out of here. Fucking uh, asshole Chris says, how are Jackie's enhancements working out for her? Yeah, fuck you. I don't look at those things, you fucking asshole. It was a, a horrible moment um, at the uh, yesterday or Sunday. Jackie was over and she had a picture next to her friend. And she goes, oh, my God, uh, look at my boob. It's really sticking out. And I don't know why, but I looked at it. And I went, Ugh. and then she goes, why are you looking at it? I go, I don't know. I don't know. That was weird. Yeah, things get weird and you start looking at hot chicks like that. Just fucking creepy as shit. Uh, All right. You remember the mom who um, story went, this is a very recent story. And uh, she wrote a book about how little ones little kids are to deal with the loss of a parent. And she was speaking from a place of experience because the father of her two kids and her husband tragically died. And uh, it was so sad and uh, funeral. And then months later, she's coming out of the grief and she writes a book. Uh, It's called like, uh, daddy's still here or something. And it's like a, uh, illustration of the dad with wings from heaven, looking down on the kids and the kids are up look on earth, looking up at dad going, hi dad, we love you. We miss you, but we're going to be okay. And, and that was the, uh, the, the crux of the book. And it was such a uh, poignant story from, uh, locally from this lady's part of the country where she is. I, I forget, maybe Utah. How brave of her to write a book. About this. 
And then it's now revealed that cops say she murdered dude. Oh, they're saying she killed the guy. Well, this is now working its way uh, through the court system. Yeah, it is in Utah. So uh, she was in front of a judge. Audio check. Video check. Here we go. Ago, before Corey Richens was even charged. Now, the events leading up to even weeks before Eric Richens' death, court documents showing that Corey was involved in some big money moves. Court documents this case started over a year ago before Corey Richens was even charged. Now, the events leading up to even weeks before Eric Richens' death, court documents showing that Corey was involved in some big money moves, claiming soon before his death, she took out life insurance policies and lines of credit, allegedly without him knowing. Wow. That that's all leads to the premeditated murder charge. So let me walk you through this timeline. On March 4th of 2022, Eric Richens died of a fentanyl overdose at the couple's chemist home. Look at there's there's the book. See, I wasn't lying. Are you with me? There's dad with the wings. There's the kids. Hi, dad. Kids kicking a soccer ball. My dad's still here. A year later, on March 7th, 2023, Corey published her book, Are You With Me?, meant to help children find peace after the loss of a loved one. This is, that is so heinous to me that when they find this bitch guilty, there should be some guy with a big fucking scimitar, uh, like one of those really sharp swords that was featured in like Kill Bill, and, and, and hit the top of her head so that her head splits all the way down. Just kill this stupid bitch. Well, almost a month later, she then joined Good Things Utah to talk about that book with our host about uh, a part of her family pro processing Eric's unexpected death. Then on May 8th, she was arrested on several charges, including... Okay, so March 4th, he's killed, and then just over a year later, she puts the book out. Okay aggravated murder. She has been in jail since then. We're going to go now to our Kayla Baggerly, who is live at the courthouse today. It's interesting that she discussed the book on April 6th, and then May 8th, she was arrested. Uh, I'm guessing the cops were quietly building their case all this time and, and then leading them to the eventual arrest. Yeah, the judge said that if Corey Richens were released on bail, she would propose a substantial danger to the community. The family of Eric Richens was there in the courtroom, the husband that Corey Richens allegedly murdered, and they shared how much anguish they've gone through in the last year. I can never talk to him, never hug him again, and never more be a part of his life. It was an emotional day in the courtroom for the family of Eric Richens. In an impact statement read by his sister, Amy, they remember him for being a family man, an attentive and loving father, and someone that cared for every person he met. Eric is gone, and I am brokenhearted. By the way, look at this lawyer next to her. You know, she's trying to sharpen her claws in her defense. Fuck. He she looks, best friend she looks evil. The feeling of loss is so great it is visceral. 
and with the sorrow comes wave of panic at not being able to see him again. Corey Richens, the defendant and wife of Eric Richens, is accused of killing him by slipping five times the lethal dose of fentanyl in his drink last year. I remember that when this was all unfolding, he supposedly, and they might say this coming up here, confided in a friend that he thought that she was trying to kill him and that he had felt uh, strange before after drinking something that she had given to him. I'm like, how? Wait, so why are you drinking? Because it was a Moscow mule that he drank that had the fentanyl in it that killed him. It's like, why are you allowing her to prepare drinks for you if you're suspecting that she may be up to no good? That's very strange. If she is found guilty, she has committed the ultimate act of betrayal. Prosecutors saying Corey Richens had financial motives, bringing up that she made remarkable changes to the family's estate plans before Eric's death and took out four life insurance policies on him with benefits that totaled near $2 million. With okay, so he may be dead. She may be terrible. She may have killed him. He's super dumb. Without his knowledge. She was... Uh deep in debt, and the way to get out of that debt was to kill Eric Richens. The defense arguing that there is not evidence to show that Corey did murder Eric. It could have been accidental. I mean, it very What's up with her nose? Very well could have, and I think that given the evidence presented today is a very plausible situation. Being bad. Never trust a woman with those types of like uh, those those tattoo eyebrows. I hate those fucking tattoo eyebrows. With money does not make you a murderer. Prosecutors also highlighted evidence. Maybe not the woman part. Just don't trust a lawyer with tattooed eyebrows. And look at this house she was building. From a confidential informant in the case. They claim this person only identified as CL was the one who sold Richens the drugs that she used to kill Eric. The defense countered by challenging the informant's credibility given their history with drugs. After hearing from both sides, the judge deciding. Defendant Corey Darden Richens shall continue to be detained without bail during the time she awaits trial or other resolution of the criminal charges against her. Corey Richens could still file an appeal for her bail within a 30-day window. Her next court appearance is June 22nd. Reporting live in Park City, Kayla Baggerly, ABC4 News. All right, we thank you for your coverage, Kayla. And as this case continues, stick with ABC4 News for continuing coverage of the Corey Richens murder trial. Again, as Kayla just said, that she is back, expected back in court on June 22nd. We'll, of course, have the details of all of that in the latest. Right, I want to follow this one like some of you followed. Uh, uh, what's that fucking redheaded lawyer guy? Who, uh, who did he kill again? What's the name? I barely followed it. Uh, South Carolina, everybody's dead. Malarkey, Mr. Malarkey. Begins with an M. Murdaugh. That's it. Murdaugh. Who did he kill, by the way? Did he kill his wife and his kids? I forgot. Wife and son. Different times? I got to watch that shit, that documentary. I always say, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. I got to, and then I don't watch it, you know? And it gets so fucking busy. I'm like, hey, fuck it. <clears throat> okay. Update. Next. Wait a minute. Is it next week? No, it isn't. It's not next week. Okay. I've got a full week of work this week. 
and next week, and then the last week of June. Wednesday, the 28th of June, is the last day of that work week. Thursday, you'll get a not the best of. Friday, same thing. Monday, same thing. Tuesday, same thing. And maybe Wednesday, same thing. I don't know. I got to check with my wife, figure out what the schedule is. Either way, you will have, not only will you have not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast, you will have something to listen to while I'm away from uh, early February 2010. Plenty of stuff to listen to, but there will be no fresh, free, or Patreon shows on those days. Uh, Stevie asks, oh my God, who else is watching shiny, happy people? That is about the Duggars. And uh, I still have, I'm one episode in. And the problem with that is I'm ridiculously ADHD. And um, the first episode gives me too much fucking backstory. That's not interesting. I'm like, come on, let's get to the stories about Josh. Josh Duggar, okay? Um, there's a lot of fucked up shit in it, I'm sure, about that uh, that type of um, worship, that type of um, uh, extreme uh, type of uh, uh, Jesus freakism. Just fucked up. Just really, really fucked up. I remember I talked to Mr. Duggar. What was his name? I forgot Mr. Duggar, the dad. Uh, we had the dad Duggar on the air when that show was starting to become, uh, when it went, uh, Jim Bob. Jim Bob Duggar was on with Greg, Chris, and Eric, and we adored that guy. And um, nothing sideways had happened yet. Isn't it crazy how many things populate the world that are really, really, and when you uh, uh, peel back the layers, you realize there's something extremely sinister going on? That's the Duggars. You you can throw Jared right in there with that. When you're like, hey, wait a minute, this might not be what it seems. Remember when the, fir- the first uh, thoughts about Jared were being uh, uh, tossed about, about him being a pedophile? And we're like, what? Oh, come on, it's bullshit. You know, um, whenever those big moments happen, I just, I get so excited that terrible things have happened and the most gossipy stories can take place. Like when I heard that when Jared was raping kids, I was like, yes, fuck yeah. Awesome. And when I heard that, uh, uh, fucking Tiger Woods with all those chicks. I'm like, fuck yes, man. Yeah. And when Josh Duggar was looking at child porn, I'm like, yes, indeed, man. Woohoo! <laughs> Something juicy to sink our teeth into. Fuck yeah. Good job. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. 
I appreciate you all, you all very much. I got a little bit more I got to get to. I got to get to your asshole of the day. Holy shit. My God, another asshole of the day. It might even be Darla for two peas inside today. Holy shit. Before we get to that, though, don't forget, if you need to uh, get some money out of your home, if you've owned it for a little while, you can easily do that by reaching out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505, 231-332-6505, NMLS number 3035, anywhere in the U.S., reach out to Mario. The best, number one, red carpet service, 231-332-6505. Whether it's your first mortgage or your 10th, looking to refinance your home, get money out of your home to pay off a high-interest credit card bill or maybe an upgrade to your home, like a new roof or something like that, that ain't cheap. 231-332-6505. Call Mario today and mention my name. Number one in the U.S., 231-332-6505. Meanwhile, my pal Dale, superior cleaning and power washing. Holy crap. If you are in West Michigan and you need some power washing done, maybe the home, maybe the concrete uh, around the home, maybe the landscape stones need to be cleaned off, whatever it may be, uh, you need to reach out to superior cleaning and power washing. 231-740-4098. That's 231 231- Seven four zero four zero nine eight. They also, if you or someone you know is in the restaurant industry, the hood that's over where you cook the food that sucks all the grease and shit out and the smoke and shit. Those need to be cleaned by a certified professional. That's Dale. Dale does that. It's called hood cleaning. Clean your hood, which sounds like something that a lady needs to do. Cleaner hood. Isn't there a portion of your uh, of your vaginas that's known as a hood? Anyway, that's ridiculous. I can't even believe I brought that up. What a fucking asshole. 231-740-4098. All Eric Zane Show podcast list, uh, female listeners have clean hoods. You don't want a bad, a dirty hood. Palo, wait a minute. La me mi palo conto culo. Remember that. Let's go back. This is when you reinforce what you learned. Otherwise, it's just stuck in the short-term zone. You got to reinforce it. Don't forget. La me mi. Say it. Okay. Repeat after me. La me mi palo conto culo. La me mi palo con Do culo. Lame me palo con tu culo. You have now learned how to say, suck my dick with your butt. Uh, Use it out in the wild and good luck. Uh, Let's see. That's part of the boat where the little man lives. Brandis knew I was going to reference the hood. She knows me. Did I mention, by the way, that Brandis looks like Juliet Lewis? I don't know if I've ever mentioned that to you guys. 
It, it's remarkable. Hey, it's fine. Could be worse. I could. What if I said you look like Robert De Niro or uh, fucking Dennis Hopper? <clears throat> Yesterday's asshole of the day was the security at the Canadian Open. By the way, congrats to the Denver Nuggets. They won the NBA championship yesterday. They were down uh, for two and a half quarters to the, Miami, to the Miami Heat, and they came back. Nikola Jokic is the MVP. And uh, why this is important is because today on the huge show, the assistant general manager of the Nuggets is right here in Grand Rapids. He runs the G League team that is the Nuggets affiliate, the Grand Rapids Gold. So the Nuggets affiliate, the Grand Rapids Gold here, the Nuggets win the NBA championship. That's fucking incredible. So, like, one of the guys who's going to get the ring, who helped build the team, his name is Scott Schrader, is going to join me on the huge show. Probably drunk. How about that? The fucking Pistons were the worst team in basketball. The best thing that ever happened to Steve Jabara was to get affiliated with the Denver Nuggets. However, this is the same guy who is probably, I will never recommend anybody to go out on a date with Steve Jabara after what happened with Crazy Ashley. Never seen anything like it. I set, I set these two up to meet I ran into him at the radio station. I go, hey, I got a pal who is, uh, I I promised her I'd uh, fix her up with some people I know. I'm the sex agent, Ari Zane. What do you think? And I showed him a picture of Ashley. And he goes, holy shit, are you serious? I go, yeah, I think, you know, you guys are about the same age. You might hit it off. What do you say? He goes, oh, absolutely. I would appreciate that. That's very nice of you. I go, okay, no problem. Introduced Ashley. and Hey, I'll, I'll pass you guys off. Here you go. Uh, uh, see you later. They trade a couple taxes. No big deal. Texts. And uh, poor Steve's like, hey, uh, so with the basketball team, why don't you come as my guest to the game? Bring some friends. And you'll sit courtside. It'll be so much fun. And I'll, I'll come and say hi to you. It'll be awesome. It'll be great. You know, it's a great way to get to know you. And I'm thinking, oh, this is fantastic. You know, uh, he'll prob- probably have a couple of drinks after. And then it'll be a wonderful. They'll live a happily ever after. And so I was excited about that. And I go to the basketball game. And I introduced Steve to her and I'm like, right away, right away. And, uh, I'm like, something's weird here. I don't know. It just was strange. She and Ashley had her pal Jill, who's way into Dick and this dude that Jill was going to have sex with later in the night. And, uh, so they go and they sit down. And then, like, nothing happened. He didn't, he never once, I don't think he came by once. He was just, like, walked by her like she's not there. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? She left at, like, halftime. She said, fuck this shit. I am out of here. 
I don't think I'm getting any of that wrong, especially the part about Jill. And that, uh, so she, um, sent him a text and she said, Hey, what the fuck? I'm leaving. This is ridiculous. And he's like, I'm sorry. I fucked that up. It's like, dude. And I, I even text like, yeah, dude, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I, I, I fucked it up. I go, yeah, I think you did. You're fucking idiot. Dumbass. Great at running a basketball team, but I, I'm, I'm not fixing you up with anybody ever again. Tyler writes, he blew it. He could have pulled off some threesome action if he played his cards right. I, I don't think so. Yeah, she's right here. What the fuck? Tyler? She's laughing at that. I guarantee you she's laughing at that. All right. Um, let's see. All right. I've I've exhausted everything I need to do. Uh now all I need to do is tell you who the asshole of the day is. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Who is it going to be? Who could it be? It could be Steve, I guess, for that. That's the most in-depth I've told that story. Don't mail checks. The second great bed caper of 2023. Target getting bomb threats, allegedly from both sides. I don't believe that. Bud Light bottles back in 2019. Uh, the mom who wrote the kid's book about grief after killing her husband. Well, come on now. There you go. That's your asshole today. The husband killer. The husband's pretty stupid, though, too. There's no doubt. Well, he was. He's, he's dead now. Uh, brought to you by TC Paintball. Okay. That is it. For this edition of the Eric Zane show podcast. If you are enjoying this free show or you did enjoy this free show, uh, another not so robust, not so robust number of 31 of you viewing this as we speak. If there's any one of you who is not on Patreon, try it for free now. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. This week, you will have the latest edition, show number two of Who Are These Free Beers? As we break down the candle uh, recall conversation, among amongst other things. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Lame mi palo con tu culo. Lame mi palo con tu culo. And that is going to do it. The end of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Have a great one. I'll talk to you on Patreon. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.